The Bible's estimated to be how much prophecy? 25, 35%. That's a lot. It's been 100% accurate. There's much in Bible prophecy that is yet unfulfilled. For example, we believe that beginning in chapter 6, everything in the book of the Revelation is waiting to be fulfilled. It's a completely future book from that point on. And that's why we are called futurists. It's a good thing. We believe that yet to be fulfilled Bible prophecies will be fulfilled in a physical, literal, global, apocalyptic context. So it makes sense that things would be moving in the direction that is predicted by the Bible. Not that we're there or that's the necessary fulfillment of it, but that you can kind of see where we're going. Biometrics, artificial intelligence, cashless commerce, the manipulation of human DNA, global government, the exponential growth of human knowledge, the rebirth of national Israel. These are all things that the Bible says quite a bit about uh, blossoming in the last days as we're getting ready for the Lord to come. I always like to give two disclaimers. I think it's important. We're careful to use recognized, reliable sources for our news. Sensationalism has no place in a discussion of Bible prophecy. What happens is these guys go way out on a limb and they make stuff up and uh, and then uh, people criticize that and, and they take away from just the plain and simple power of the prophecies. Uh, most of you probably were born after 1988, but uh, back in 1988, a guy had a pamphlet saying 88 reasons why the Lord is coming in 1988. Who remembers that? Anybody? And so uh, I don't think the Lord came in 1988. So he published the next one, 89 reasons that the Lord, he missed the one. I don't know how many years he went, but it, and it, it, we're laughing because it's ridiculous, but we don't want to be lumped into with that kind of a crowd. Uh, we want to take prophecy seriously the way we take the rest of the Bible. So recognize reliable sources for news. Having said that, last service I misquoted something because I got it from the Babylon Bee, uh, and I thought it was not the Bee. So anyway... Oh, man, what an imbecile. Imbecile. Anyway, we're also not saying that the things we report are the definite fulfillment of prophecy, only that they are things you'd expect to be happening. So the Bible predicts a one-world government. An updated term for it is global government. World leaders are serious about getting the nations of the world to surrender their sovereignty to a central governing group. Christians have long been accused of being conspiracy theorists for saying just that. Recently, and I might even say suddenly, powerful groups of wealthy influencer, uh, government officials, and tech giants have come out of the closet with radical global agendas. One such organization we talk about is the World Economic Forum, the WEF, uh, headquartered in Davos, Switzerland. Its chairman is Klaus Schwab. You may not have heard of him, but he's really one of the most influential and powerful men on the planet. Schwab has more than a few totalitarian plans for planet Earth. He was interviewed recently by Sergey Brin, the American billionaire who is best known for co-founding Google with Larry Page. In a video clip, Schwab said the following about national elections. We've got one of those coming up soon, right? Digital technologies mainly have an analytical power, but now we can go into a predictive mode the next step would be to go into a prescriptive mode, which means you don't even have to have elections anymore because you can already predict the winner. Why do we need elections? 
because we know what the result will be. Of course, some people think that's happening already, but, <laughs> but he's serious about this. This is like a minority report, future age thing. It's like a, you know, I don't know, I guess maybe you talk to the machine, say, who is the president? You know, I mean, how does this work without elections? And then he says, um, can you imagine such a world? Well, he can, and so can all the elite people that are with him. Uh, there's more to Schwab's globalism. He's quoted, in this new world, we must accept transparency, and I'll even say total transparency. Everything is going to be transparent, and you have to get used to it. You have to behave accordingly. It becomes, how should I put it, integrated into your personality. But if you have nothing to hide, you shouldn't be afraid. Time Magazine interviewed Klaus. We will showcase in Davos what we call the Global Collaboration Village and inaugurate it in the summer next year. He goes on to explain what it is, and essentially it's just Zoom. He's just discovered Zoom and that he can meet with other people on Zoom. It's so funny for a guy that's so powerful. But he says of it, this has such an importance because it can make global collaboration more open. You can always convene the most rele uh, relevant and knowledgeable people. And second, it makes it more sustained because you can work together on a continual basis and not just come together for a physical meeting and then nothing happens for quite some time. So we created a community which at the moment has 70 members whom we call village partners or the village people who support us I feel this could be a game changer in global collaboration. I think it's a little weird that a guy this smart just figured out what Zoom is, but anyway. How many movies have you seen or television shows where there's some secret shadow agency that is actually pulling the strings? X-Files, The Avengers, uh, Hydra, The Company, The Cabal, you know, there's always this secret group that has to be ferreted out and all, and you know what, now there is. Uh, and it, it, they're saying it openly, it's not conspiracy stuff anymore. 700 leaders from 130 countries, including 52 heads of state and government, attended the 2023 meeting in Davos. The United States has the absolute most representation, 674 attendees, at least three times as many as the second on the list, Great Britain. So if you think our leaders are going to fight this, and aren't moving in that direction, we'd be wrong about that. The revelation of Jesus Christ predicted a global government in the end times. Christian futurists have been talking about it for the longest time. It is happening. We're witnessing the stage setting for the seven-year time of Jacob's trouble, commonly called the Great Tribulation, that's described in the last book of the Bible. Chapters 6 through 18 of the Revelation are the description of the Great Tribulation. We will not be on the earth during those chapters. The Lord said he was going to come back for the church and resurrect the dead in Christ and rapture living believers. He wrote to the church in uh, Philadelphia, and we apply it to the entire church. He says, I will keep you from the hour of trial, which is coming upon the whole world, to test those who dwell on the earth. Jesus will not just protect us during the great tribulation. He's going to take us out of it because we have no part in it. Jesus is coming. The question is, are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready, stay ready, keep looking up, because ready or not, Jesus is coming. Jesus.